What is going on, everybody? This is the Somebody Like You podcast, and what we're talking about today is healing, (laughs) how hard it can be, and most of all, when you start to feel that really guilty feeling, when you actually start to experience joy and happiness. It can be confusing, but that's what we're here to talk about. So as we get started, if you could do me a huge, huge favor and just hit that subscribe button and do someone else a favor and share this video if you think it will help them. With no further ado, let's get this party started. All right, as we're getting things going here, first off, thank yourself, as we always do for taking the time, taking the moments to really look after you. We used to be called respectfully selfish, and that was for a reason, because sometimes you respectfully have to take care of you first. And I shouldn't say sometimes, almost most of the time, just don't be a dick to other people throughout that process. Because remember this, healing is not linear. So feeling good today does not mean you're going to feel good tomorrow. So always take the time to be respectful to others and be respectful for yourself be respectful to yourself because all along this healing journey the number one thing i've learned is you have no idea what other people are going through you have no idea other people's stories just like other people don't know your story so as we're doing this start with a little bit of kindness and empathy in your heart because what you're going through today somebody might be going through tomorrow what somebody has gone through yesterday you might be going through today so it's always such an advantage in the healing process to understand that your journey is not to be compared to other people and other people are going through things that we know nothing about so as we're talking about that journey let's get into the healing process and specifically when that healing process happens and you start to feel good what comes with feeling good during the healing process guilt for some reason society and whoever else may have been has taught us we have to feel a certain way during healing during grief during traumatic experiences we have to say certain things act a certain way and feel and look the part i don't necessarily agree but i can understand it because i've gone through it so what is the big lesson to take away from feeling happy during the healing process and experiencing that guilt you're healing you're actually starting to do it. There's no reason to feel guilty. Almost a sign of feeling guilty is it's letting you know that you're meeting resistance on the healing process. It's almost like it's testing you to see if you're actually feeling better. Because remember, if we're feeling judgment, if we're feeling guilt, if we're feeling anger, sadness, that is low vibrational frequencies. So that will constantly test if you're experiencing happiness and joy, happiness and joy are going to override those low vibrations. So it's almost as if they're peeking their head and be like, Hey, are you sure you don't, you don't want to feel this way anymore? Are you sure you don't want to act this certain way? Because it's been getting you attention. It's been getting you for people to reach out to you. Well, once you start to realize, I don't want to experience that on a regular basis anymore those high vibrational states are going to start to set in and you're going to start to experience them more often. You're going to start to experience happiness and joy more frequently. And as it continues on, you're going to be able to experience them with less guilt. Now that doesn't mean the guilt is bad because remember we always honor those emotions as they come. 
but we have to separate ourselves from the emotional state, just like we have to separate ourselves from our thoughts. Remember, thoughts and emotions do not define who we are. Oftentimes they might feel that way, right? Oftentimes we might be like, well, if we aren't our thoughts and our emotions, well, what are we? That's a great question. And that's part of the healing journey. You understand who and what you are when you're not defined by thoughts and emotions. We're all energy. We're technically just energy in motion. And we control those frequencies, those vibrations, and how that energy moves on a daily basis. So when you're experiencing guilt through sadness and happiness and joy, the guilt is that thing that is trying to bring those vibrations down. You always hear the, the times, oh, I'm a high vibe person. I'm just trying to raise vibrations. Well, there is truth behind it because from, we'll say a physics standpoint, quantum physics, wherever, scientifically, we're all energy, frequency, and vibrations. Everything comes down to that. How you're hearing me is a frequency. How you are feeling what we are talking about, that is energy and vibrations. So when you think about it on a really baseline level, really basic level, all these emotions and all of this, all of these thoughts, they're just thoughts. They are just frequencies and they are just vibrations causing our energetic shift. So if thoughts and vibrations cause us to feel and act a certain way, can't we almost override those things? Yeah, we actually can. Well, how can you do that? Somebody like you. Well, I'm glad you're here listening because I have a couple ways in which I personally do it. And I think they might help you too. First off is when I'm starting to feel those overwhelming thoughts of anxiety, depression, um, it, it's almost crippling, right? Well, if you reverse engineer that, how do I feel happiness and joy? Well, I need to experience happiness and joy. I have to think happiness and joy so by doing that i'm in turn going to experience and feel happier how do we do that i'm glad you asked when you start to feel those feelings of anxiety those feelings of depression those, those crippling thoughts stop and take one minute 60 seconds to think of all of the things you are grateful and thankful for and in those 60 seconds, here's the trick. I don't want you just to think of them as if you're checklisting or ch doing a checklist. I want you to feel them. For me, it's my family, my beautiful fiance, my wonderful animals, the place I'm able to live, the relationships I'm able to have, the ability that I'm able to help others through healing, through the figuring it out process. Those are things I'm incredibly grateful for. So while I'm thinking of them and I'm listing them, I'm taking a brief moment to feel that, feel that gratitude, feel why I'm thankful. Because what that is doing is disrupting that thought pattern of negativity, those low vibrations, that, that frequency that is way down here. So when you do that, say 10 times a day, because you're feeling that 10 times a day. You are feeling anxious. Some of us is way more than 10 times a day. When you start breaking that negative cycle, that negative thought pattern, what you're doing is reprogramming the cognitive mind to start working for you into the 
the destination of happiness. Because remember, we're not our thoughts. We're, we're not our emotions. Our thoughts and emotions are results of our vibrations, of our frequencies. So if we change our frequency and our vibrations, what we are doing is we are changing the way we are thinking and the way we are acting, the way we are overall feeling. And that is huge. And it and this is this is the kicker. Understand it takes consistency and it takes practice. So if you do it for three days and you're like, I don't feel any better. I still feel the same shitty way I felt yesterday. That's an opportunity right there for you to start breaking that negative pattern. Well, what have I been grateful for the past three days? What have I listed the past three days? How many times did I go from day one to day three? Have I reduced those numbers? Because remember, you're just recycling thoughts and feelings because we've been taught and conditioned to think we have to act and feel a certain way when certain emotions and certain feelings arise. And when they do arise, the way to heal is to live inside them and understand them. So instead of running from everything, honor them as if they're a friend on the couch. Because as we're trying to break those negative thought patterns, remember those negative thought patterns are here for a reason. Oftentimes it's letting us know we need to do a little bit of shadow work, a little inner child work. We need to sit with that past version of ourselves and let them know that we love and respect them for everything they've gone through and everything they've done, everything they've experienced because it got us to this moment right now. And that guilt along that healing process is just part of this journey. It's, it's almost like it's a side character to the healing process. You're going to learn that joy isn't reliant on the guilt. Remember, because uh, while you're going through this, you're going to start butting heads with joy. You're going to start making that connection. It's like, okay, if I feel guilt, the next thing must be joy. No, no, no. Joy should be baseline. Right now, guilt, trauma, and the healing feels like it's the baseline. That's not what this is. We're working to get to a baseline of joy, kindness, empathy, love. That's what baseline is. No matter what you've been taught, what you've been conditioned, the baseline is love. So through this healing journey, you're going to learn that anger, pain, judgment, sadness isn't who we are. It's just what we are feeling right now. And most importantly, we can change that. And I know some people might sit there and say, I've gone through traumatic things you will never understand. And I need somebody else to understand. I can say the same thing to you. We've all gone through things that we think other people don't understand. And it's not their job to understand. It's our job to heal. It's our responsibility to not compare our trauma and our past traumatic experiences to others as if it's some sort of competition. Have you ever been in a conversation with somebody and you come and you and you come up with a one-upper? Like you're like, uh, not only are you sitting there just waiting to talk, but you're waiting to one-up or somebody's waiting to one-up you in your story. You could be telling, you could be spilling your heart about the most traumatic thing that's ever happened to you. But that person sitting across the table is just waiting to tell you the most traumatic thing as if they need to want up the thing that has changed and impacted your life the most. Remember, our stories are not comparisons. They're experiences. 
Whereas if we can work with someone and if we can almost level the playing field by understanding that what I'm going through may not be exactly the same as what somebody else is going through, we can start to grow because we can experience the same emotions from different experiences. That is healing. That is stepping back and understanding that the universe does not revolve around us because ultimately, this may be a topic for another podcast, but we are the universe. I am you. You are me. We are all one. You ever heard the Beatles song, I am the walrus? Exactly that. I am you. You are me. We are one. So how I treat you is how I'm treating myself. So while you're telling that story of that traumatic experience that happened to you when you were six years old, and I'm waiting to tell you about a traumatic experience that happened to me when I was eight years old, that's how I'm treating myself. I'm looking at myself as if I'm competing with traumatic experiences within me. So start to level that playing field because this healing journey is not linear. I'm going to say that again. This healing journey is not linear. You do not go from point A to point B. So just because you experience trauma at age six doesn't mean you were healed by age 10, 12, 13. You are going to be forever healing. It is forever going. Healing isn't making things go away and never feeling them again. Healing is learning how to experience love, kindness, and joy despite those things happening to you. You learn to experience happiness and joy to a greater magnitude because you've experienced those things and healed through those things. You're not happy because they happened. You learn to experience joy because you learned why they happened for you. What the lessons were that you learned from them because maybe those lessons you learned were able to help other people. Because sometimes we have to take a look inside and understand why are these things happening for me? Why did this traumatic experience happen for me? I have a dear friend of mine that has gone through loss in their life and they are helping thousands upon thousands of people through podcasting, YouTube, because they took their experience and they were able to relate it to other people that have gone through that same pain. So I ask you, why did those traumatic experiences happen for you? As hard as it may be to try to find good in those moments, how can it bring good? Why did it happen for you? Who can you help because of it? What have you learned because of it? Who do you no longer associate because of it? How much more do you respect yourself now because of it? Healing is a hard job. And like we talked about in the earlier part of this podcast, it's consistency and it's practice. You don't get to the big leagues by not practicing. Insert Alan Iverson jokes. <laughs> but seriously, you do not get to the end result or the desired result. Because remember, healing is linear. It's not, there's no end to healing. You do not get there by ignoring it and bottling it up and pretending it's not there. You get it by figuring out why you feel that way through shadow work, inner child work, therapy. And you learn how to work through it, how to work with it. Because 
along my personal journey, I've realized that when those emotions arise, they're often a sign for me that I'm either going in an undesired direction, I'm letting undesirable things and habits pile up and they're making me feel this way. So they start to become almost beneficial to me. I learn to read those signs and signals and they start to redirect me back because I start to meet that resistance, that old trauma, that old, that those old speed bumps I used to constantly run over. And now they're not speed bumps anymore. They're roadblocks. They're like, stop going this way. You've been down this road before. This road's closed. We're letting you know you need to go left instead of right this time. So what are your roadblocks? Or right now, what are your speed bumps? It could be, you know, eating too much sugar that's making you feel a certain way. It could be um, smoking tobacco, making you feel a certain way about yourself. It could be a number of things. The thing is, how do you, what are you identifying that are your speed bumps right now? Because those speed bumps are soon gonna become roadblocks. And that road's not going to be open anymore. You're going to have learned the lesson that I no longer go down this road because it's telling me I need to go left. I need to go right. I need to go whichever direction is not this direction. So I am so happy you all were able to join me on this podcast, specifically you, because you took 20 minutes out of your day, your busy, hectic day, to take care of yourself to hear a few things that might better you tomorrow you might change a few thoughts and the way you look at things in certain situations and those are just seeds that are planted for you to open the door for yourself to the best version and the healing version of you so stop judging yourself for where you're at now and be thankful for that you got here because you just took time to take care of yourself. And that is one major step in this healing process. So as always, if you got anything out of this, I always ask to subscribe, like, share the podcast if you think it will help anybody. If someone in your life you know is going through things we have talked about and might get the littlest of things out of this, you can do your part in helping this world simply by sharing a few things that might help them out. It doesn't have to be my stuff but stuff that might help them out because we have to look after each other in a world full of people not looking after us. So guys, as always, thank you so much and I look forward to catching you on the next one and as always, peace and love. Take care. I'll catch you.